Hey. Hello, listeners. Whoa. <laughs> hey. Very special episode. Hey. This is What's Next by Drake to get us yeah. going. I'm making a change today. The liquor been taking the pain away. I heard you was giving your chain away. That's kind of like giving your fame away. What's wrong with you? I sit in a box where the owners do. A boss is a road that I've grown into. I love you to death, but I told you the truth. I can't just be with you. I'm only you. Yeah, I got one virtual, got one in that day, it's the only two, man. How many times have I shown him? How many times? How many times have I shown him? Proof, George. The wheels on the road, okay. Uh, Funny how life goes. You don't got an answer. You don't got an answer. Okay. Soon as you give him his soul, you blow up and they say you're selling your soul, okay. They want my life exposed. They want to know about the highs and lows. Well, summer, all I did was rest. I didn't rest in the summer. I was working. Where the fuck were y'all at? I told y'all what was about to happen next. No smoke over here. Where the fuck were y'all? I was outside this summer. Oh, I'm on this rock even more. I'm here today. I'm yelling today. It's a special pod today. You weren't ready for that. I was holding this one back out. I heard you were giving your shit away. That's like giving your fame away. I got one lawyer, got one in that day. It's the only two, man. How many times have I told you the truth, man? How many nights I've been woke? Swerving them pot holes. Not trying to <laughs> like she dead ass stopped in her tracks. <laughs> I got one more for you guys. This one is a brand new song by Silk Sonic, which is Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. It's called Smoking Out the Window. I'm sure you'll hear it on every radio station coming here soon. This is just my vibe right now. We started off crazy. Chill out a little bit. Must have spent 35, 45,000 up in Tiffany's. Got a badass kids run around my whole crib like it's Chuck E. Cheese. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> me in the jam with an X-Men in a UFC. Can't believe it. I'm in disbelief. This bitch got me paying a bit. Paying for chips. Diamonds on her neck. Diamonds on her wrist. And here I am all alone. All alone. I'm so cold. I'm so cold. That's probably what they heard. But yeah. you know what? It is what it is. Yeah. It is what they can't stop us now. I fumbled my phone under the table. You fumbled? Yeah. You know what's... Okay. Who has handed you guys the ball off and you still haven't fumbled it? Go. Wait, what do you... What? Who's who's handed you the ball and you haven't fumbled? Like in life. Has Maddie Ice handed you the ball? Who's handed you the ball and you still haven't fumbled? That's a pretty hard question. I have to think about Seriously? That. George, go. Like, I'm just a little confused. Yeah, it's like, figuratively and literally. I'll tell you right now. Who gave you the sauce? Who gave you the sauce? Maybe, yeah, who, 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 yeah, yeah, there you go. Who gave you the sauce, George? Who gave you the sauce? Who gave me the sauce? Shit. Who gave you the sauce, Al? The hard one? knocks. Who, who gave Life. you the ragu? Who gave you the reals? Damn streets. Boy, not just say hard knocks. Who's in the streets out here? Oh, you, you went to the school of hard knocks? Yeah. And you graduated? I hope. Through the cap in the air? Flunked for sure. I flunked for sure. This is going to be a special one. This is a big one. Big teams are wanting. I don't usually do intros like this, but fuck it, man. I mean, that's, it is what it is. If you can't handle my yelling, if you can't handle the loud music, that's not my problem today. I'm usually catering to everyone. Not today. Not today. I did something I didn't even see coming. And no, I wasn't finally have sex. It's something better. 
Oh, it's really gonna be interesting if we're talking about this. <laughs> I might not even need my notes for fucking sports. I was like, you might not sports and did the notes. You wrote such good notes. And you just I know, I came so I was always prepared, like it's a, like it's first take or like it's skipping shit and then just I don't even know if he ever gets to use them. Um, welcome to episode 115 of the Blake Mayfield podcast. I'm your host, Blake Mayfield, and I'm here today with some very, very good friends, two of my best friends from around the way. I have Alec Weistrad across from me, George is to my left, head of the table. How are you guys doing? How are you feeling? How's the vibrations? How are your guys' chakras? How's everything going? I'm feeling great. I mean, it's been a good day. You know, any, any day there's some, there's some nice rain, it kind of jolts my energy a little bit. Mm. You know, so I like I'm, I'm feeling good. Yeah, I like yeah. that. How are you, George? Uh, I'm feeling decent. It's got a somber uh, look out there. It looks like twilight, and uh, but I know it's gonna be good when we get a beer and some uh, hot ramen after this mm. fusion. You know, mm. I'm getting a love hot fusion. Ramen, oh, I'm not getting hot ramen. I'm getting the buffalo chicken fries. Hold the blue cheese. Dude, I already got those today. Really? I have a chicken. Shack. They have other stuff. That's what I have for lunch. <laughs> you go to Chicken Shack every day. <laughs> Three days a week. Okay. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. I want to give a special shout-out and thank you to all the Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Overcast listeners. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. I appreciate it very much. I want to let you guys know I have free podcast hats available. If you guys are a fan of the podcast and would like a free podcast hat, just hit me up on Instagram at BlakeMayfield23, and I'll be sure to get one out to you ASAP. And last but not least, I want to give a special shout-out and thank you to our sponsor, JBL Hardscapes, also the place that employs George. So we'll give a special shout-out and thank you to them. Uh, they've been sponsoring for a few months now. No complaints, super chill. Love having them being a part of this thing. It's awesome. So here we go. Are you in need of a new patio, outdoor kitchen installation, new driveway renovation, or any retaining wall? Look no further than JBL Hardscapes. With over 24 years experience in the trade, JBL Hardscapes provides workmanship for domestic and commercial markets. Contact JBL Hardscapes at 707-260-9151 and ask for Derek Berry to get that dream project finished that you've always wanted. Again, that is 707 707- 260-9151. And before we get going, George, I do this at the top of every podcast. New patio, outdoor kitchens, new driveways, a retaining wall. What do you work on the most at that job? The most is the grunt work because really they, they're super skilled to where if they need to, you know, knock down high, figure what way they want the water flowing, you know, if, if you're, you know, the steepness and all. They they figure all the numbers. They have to, like, look at it, and, and they're really good at it. It's crazy what they do. I'm, I'm trying to learn, but it, it's a process for sure. Because you were there basically the whole summer, and now we're into November. You're still there. What have you – do you guys build more outdoor kitchens? Do you do driveway renovation? Like, what do you guys build the most over there? The most think? is just walkways or driveways. Okay. I figured driveways would be, especially in Napa, a lot of old houses, old foundations and stuff. Yeah, well-designed, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the infrastructure in Napa is just so shit. Realistically, the homes there aren't that good. It's just they're lucky it's wine country, and that's how they get most of their uh, income. I mean, shit's like shit. Houses there that sh- houses there are like eight hundred k. When it, like here we can get that for like three hundred. You know? Three hundred, right? Yeah, it's just basically it's where it's at. Blown out of the proportions. Okay, all right. I figured it was driveways. I just kind of wanted to see. I was like, I've never asked. What you good guys work, work on though. The most, Solid so. work. Yeah. Oh, hit them up. At first, yeah, I'm like, I mean, this ain't worth it. But then you see the end result, I'm like, whoa. Like, no, you guys do like this backbreaking. Po- yeah, like, like you work. No, like, and it work. ends up like, whoa, this house is a dumpster. This this patio is nice. So the, what it was, you know, like this patio is shit. The house is nice. Plus, you guys are. Add, I mean, they pay for your service, but you guys add value to their property a tenfold. Lot. I'm sure. A like, lot. Redoing the backyard, redoing an outdoor kitchen. I mean, fuck. Yeah, I'm sure it's great. So shout out to everyone over at JBL, man, for sure. 
without further ado, let's get into the program. So we did take a bye week last week. Um, that was my call. It was a bad call. It was like Shanahan in, in the fourth quarter of any Super Bowl. I know you love that one. Um, Shanahan at any time. <laughs> we took a bye week, and it was literally probably the, one of the biggest regular season weeks in NFL history. I mean, you had Henry Ruggs fucking killing someone. You had the Rodgers bullshit, which we won't get into today because I'm sick of hearing about it. Calvin Ridley basically retired on us, and Derrick Henry went to the IR. Those are four humongous stories, two of them superstars. Ridley is kind of there. He's, he's a premier player. And Ruggs was just a, a sad story overall. But there was a lot of shit going on. Before we get to that, I want to see how you guys are. Because I have an announcement to make. I like to let my guests go first. I'll start with you. How was your bye week? Anything new in life? Anything going on? Any new developments? Nah, bye week was good. Uh, you know, chilled. Watched some Kings games. Um... You know, basically just chill. Start starting to figure out Christmas stuff. So hmm. that's basically it. Going on a cruise. Going on a cruise with my girlfriend for Christmas. You know, going to Cabo, those kind of places. But figuring out Christmas presents for other people because it's that time of year and I wait till the last minute. It's not last minute right now, though. Early November. I already yeah. know what I'm getting all y'all. I already know what I'm getting you guys. I'm getting the White family. I already know what I'm doing. So, yeah, whoever helped grow this thing, I definitely got something planned for sure. George, how was your bye week? My bye week. We didn't pod last week. How were you? Oh, uh, yeah. I dreaded not being here and uh, recording because it just shows off my personal energy. Uh, but, yeah, I had a good time. My boss gave me my gift card uh, for Christmas shopping, and uh, I just bought an air fryer. And I've been using that, and I'm thinking about buying other stuff. And just buying stuff for, you know, Black Friday um, deals for friends and family and stuff. And uh, You know, we've got to plan Thanksgiving now, Friendsgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, all the shopping. Mm, mm, that's a good Fr- point. Friendsgiving. We need to do one of that. Yeah, what, what are we doing for Friendsgiving, George? Uh, we what we're do doing is I'm going to cook you guys some goddamn oh, dino cooking. nuggets. Dino? the air fryer. Oh. Oh. How about this? He cooking the turkey in the air fryer. I'm not. Now that. <laughs> shout out to Rick. <laughs> now that would be. Did they make the air fryer big enough to put a fucking. It's pretty no fucking shot. big, bro. No, he cannot put <laughs> a, 20 a, pounds. Small, a smaller turkey. <laughs> a miniature turkey. You yeah. know how many people are going to try that turkey bullshit this year, though? They're going to try and air fry their fucking turkey. You gotta cut up all the parts to do that. You can't just do that. That'd be sick though. They make the the, the turkey air fryer. If Ninja or whoever has like that idea, fryer. bro, that three hundred dollar air fryer, you can make that turkey enough for Thanksgiving. Fucking forty five minutes, your turkey is done. You gonna do shit, dude? That would. No, but it's gonna be dry. I, I imagine. Oh God, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get the juicy turkey. For yeah, sure. you gotta yeah. get that turkey juicy. Cause what are we doing for Thanksgiving? I like this idea. I'll cook for y'all. I can cook. I'll cook for y'all. I, I well, told I mean, we'll have to figure it out. I mean, I didn't even think about it until George said We need said a venue. Yeah. We need a fucking enough to we need, Yeah, we need a venue. People. Yeah. 200 people. Yeah, but we'll Mama have... G's got to make pumpkin rolls. I'll probably... Oh, yes. Oh, now that. No, I'll probably make enough for like four or five people. I'm not... Bro, it's it's friends and family only. I'm not like... No, it's I'm... friends. It's Friendsgiving. Sorry, Friendsgiving. Yeah. George will get a plate. You and Seth will get a plate. I'll make one for the whole fam. I'll bring... I said I'd bring over a plate. I'll one bring for over Kane. a plate. I might have to make Kane a plate. I'm making Sadie and Zeus plates. Yeah. I gotta make hey, Kane's table food. will be the dog table that we playing poker over there. You like and Kane little... cuddle every Sunday. I mean, he deserves a plate. Kane likes me. I smell. I smell like dog. He wants to be next to me. That's what it is. I, I'm, I, dogs can sense that energy. They know when they're around dog lovers, yes. dog haters. That's why they go. Rawr, rawr, rawr. You know, they that's know why when people don't I, like that's them. Why my cats never come around you. That's fair. They, they know you don't, don't like them. Yeah, I'm not a cat person. No, that's fair. I do want to get that play date going between um, Sadie, Zeus, and Kane. Well, I know we'll get it here pretty yeah, soon. Yeah. Um, I know you're not looking forward to it very much, but no, it's just with his ear. We gotta get his ear tamed first. Yeah, the ears. Yeah, yeah, that's a deal. Um, Twelve minutes in, man. 
let's get down to what they call brass tacks. So here's the announcement for you guys. I am very pleased to announce, I got a lot of shout outs and thank yous to give on this one. I recently got hired at KRCR News Channel 7 here in Reading. That is the premier uh, news channel, basically. That's what a lot of people tune into and whatnot. Uh, Sinclair Broadcasting Group is what they're a part of. It's the one that airs on ABC. Um, it's pretty legit. I'm going to be over there as a news production assistant, so I'm super happy about that, super excited about that. I want to give a special shout-out and thank you to the guy that hired me, Jeremy Carr. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Uh, this is the opportunity, for me, of a lifetime. This is what I want to do. This is like the one shot, I got to get it right kind of thing. Um, I remember telling him in the interview, my thing is I'd like to be the next Rich Eisen, if you will. He's someone that started here in Reading, worked here during the 90s. He's on, yeah, no, Rich Eisen was from here, yeah. yeah. Um, now he works on NFL Network, and he works with guys like Steve Mariucci, Kurt Warner, Michael Irvin. Every Sunday they do NFL game day morning. They have all these different reporters. They do picks. It's super fucking cool, man. So thank you very much. I want to give a special shout-out to a couple people that helped me out that were on my references. Um, Troy Parrott, Good Times Pizza owner. Thank you, man. I appreciate you always. I know he tunes in. Appreciate you always, dude, honestly. Um, thank you for the good word on that one. Uh, Sean, Julie, and Corey over at Sprouts. Thank you, guys. You guys have been super nice to me ever since I started working at Sprouts. Um, you guys have trained me in dairy and meat departments. You guys are always working around whatever I got going on, including this job. So I appreciate it. You guys never, ever make me personally feel like I'm left out, not appreciated. I'm not doing good enough work. You never make me feel like I should be doing more, even if I could be doing more. So I appreciate that from you guys. TJ Holmes, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Uh, worked at a couple of games with him for Shasta County Sports and whatnot. So that was super cool of him to put in the good word for me and a good reference. Um, Aaron, also at Shasta County Sports, shout out to you, man. I, I appreciate you. Um, he wasn't one of the references, but he was there with TJ every Saturday. And they were super nice to me, super cool, showing me the ropes on how to do that kind of stuff. Um, Al, I want to thank you. You've shown up day in and day out. I don't think there's ever been one time where you've canceled on the day of, of the pod for me. George, thank you, because constantly listening, constantly supporting, um, just encouragement, always calling me up for random stuff. I remember you started really coming on a lot this year because you would always call me about shit me or Al would say. And I finally caught on to the fact that, like, oh, he's actually listening. I'm like, well, he's into this stuff just as much as we are. Why don't we just have George? So thank you for that. I want to spend, uh, give a special shout-out to my family. Thank you guys for the support. Uh, my dad, mom, grandma, little sister, um, stepdad, you know, brothers, you guys are all super supportive. And I appreciate you guys. Um, I'm super excited about this. Super excited about the KRCR opportunity. This is something I'm looking forward to for a very long time. I have kept this one in the tuck for a reason. I haven't announced anything on the podcast for a reason. First of all, I'm superstitious. That's one thing. I'm superstitious about a lot of shit. I feel like um, there's such thing as, you know, I always bring up the fantasy gods for aspect. But there's there's certain people watching, certain people that may have passed away in my family or whatever, that they watch over me, protect me. That's just what I believe personally. I'm not super religious, but I believe in stuff like that. And I think that whatever you put out, you will get back. I think that manners can take you where money won't. I believe in a lot of just simple stuff like that. I'm always saying please and thank you. Eye contact, those are super important stuff. Guys, if you really want to get into this business or get into a business like this or get a deal for your podcast, you've got to have the right shit. And it comes down to stuff you can't buy. Like manners, I'm dressing well, you buy clothes. But it comes down to stuff you can't buy. You can't buy... Uh, manners. You can't buy politeness. You can't buy class. That's a big one people always talk about. Um, and you can't buy relationships. you got to build them. George always jokes with me and it kind of triggers me, but it makes me maintain my relationships about how he says I'm a professional bridge burner. I say no, I just don't got to cross that bridge every single day. And you said that you would personally steal that bar from me. You're like, I like that. 
I don't burn so, bridges. I just don't drive them every day. Yeah, no. I don't got to drive them every day. That's all it is. It's, the Golden Gate's always going to be there. I just don't got to cross over it every day. It just is what it is. So um, to be able to reach back in my back pocket and have certain people be good references, obviously everyone put in some kind of good word. Otherwise, I don't think I would have got this job. I'm sure there were tons of people that went for this job. I applied for six different positions back in July and August. Didn't hear a goddamn thing for two months. Never thought they'd hit me back. I didn't have any college experience. I didn't have any internships anywhere. I was just some guy. And then one day got an email saying, hey, we have one slot left. Maybe there was more, but I was told there was one for a news production assistant. We're interested. Let's do a Zoom interview. That's when I met Jeremy on the Zoom call. Um, I start next week. So I bring all this up to, I don't want to flex. I did that in the beginning. I mean, I, I'm super proud of myself. Don't get me wrong. But I don't want to sit here and I don't want to be one of these fall from grace guys that gets the job and then somehow fucks up or they find something on the podcast and cancel me. I don't want that shit to happen. I bring up all this stuff to say that my life's going to get super busy here pretty soon. And I don't, I know for a fact I won't be able to do this every Tuesday and put it out Wednesday. That consistent schedule we've been on for probably about two months now, um, especially me and you, Al, I don't think that's going to be a thing anymore. Not saying this pod's stopping. I'm not saying that at all. I love this podcast, the people that listen, the people that support. It seems to grow slowly but surely every single week. So I appreciate it very much. But I just can't guarantee anything at the same time. I don't want to sit here and guarantee, oh, we're going to be here once a week or we're going to be here twice a week. And then we're not here at all some weeks or, you know, and then I have to like do some apology or act like it didn't happen. I don't want to be that guy. So I do plan on keeping my Sprouts job. I do plan on working a KRCR job. That's putting me at probably 50 to 60 hours of work a week. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of time I got to spend at certain places. And I'm fine with that. It's a decision I'm making. I'm not here to look for any sympathy whatsoever. How that cuts into the podcast, I don't know. That's why I'm saying it's not stopping. But as far as us always coming in here on Tuesdays and, oh, we can expect Tuesdays at 5 to record, go Wednesday, that's not going to be a thing any longer. I do want to do this once a week just because NFL, come February when the NFL's over, then we'll kind of you know rearrange and see. Maybe I won't be out sprouts anymore. But KRCR is my career, man. This is, this is life's work. This is stuff that I'm going to be 23 here in a month. And goddamn, man, what a fucking year. And, I, and I'm saving this for the year-end pod because we're going to do a year-end pod, us three. We're going to do it. And I, I'm, I'm going to just, I'm going to give the rundown. I, I'm going to do some flexing, talk about all the guests, talk about, because boy, if there is one year I want to look back on in 20 years when we have money or this thing finally took off and be like, that was the start or that was the landmark year. It is 2021. This was the fucking year that this podcast, my personal life got better. Um, I think maybe you guys the same. You guys seem happier and healthier these days and I've ever known from you guys. Um, I think things are looking up. I'm super excited. So I want to give a special shout out to everyone that helped me out along this way. I'm a KRCR now. I am fucking pumped. My goal is to work my way up to Anchor. And look, for anyone that didn't want this pod to succeed or didn't want me to succeed, suck a dick. Fuck y'all. Do not care. That's all I got to say about it. Because there are some haters out there. There are people out there that were chirping, talking about what I do and don't do on the pod. I'm not making a difference. I'm not changing anything. Hey, guess what? What other fucking 22-year-old do you know that made the local news station and got a real job there at 22 years old? If you can name them, let me know. Otherwise, I do not give a fuck. And that's all I'm going to say for today because I still got to go there and still got to get everything going. When the year-end pod comes around, we'll do a little more celebrating. We might have some beers in here and stuff like that. But I'm excited. 
So I'm, I'm taking everything in stride. I'm looking forward to learning a lot of stuff. Um, this also could open up the podcast to a lot of different avenues. Having people on that anchor the news would be cool. That do the sports, do the weather, meeting people out in the community besides just business owners and stuff. And I'm super grateful. I'm always down to do podcasts like that. Always down to come in here with you guys. You guys are my boys. You guys already know what it is. Um, so to wrap this up, I'm at KRCR now and Sprout still. This podcast, I want to do it weekly. We'll find a way. It is going to be sporadic, so just bear with me. That's all I got to say. So without further ado, let's get into the sports part of this podcast. 20 minutes in. So we mentioned the bye week. It was a bad week to take a bye. Yeah. It was bad. We had Henry Ruggs killing someone. We had Calvin Ridley retiring because of mental health issues, I'm assuming. Um, I don't know if he came out and exactly said it's because of my mental health, but we can infer that. Uh, Derrick Henry went to the IR, and Aaron Rodgers was not immunized at all against COVID. And people are calling for his fucking head. He's losing sponsorships. Howard Stern told him to fuck off. Um, SNL had a skit where Pete Davidson acted like Aaron Rodgers, and it was a bad skit. And And I love Pete and I love Aaron, but that was just not a funny skit. It sucked. And it is what it is. So... He's been all over the news as well for this stuff. But, Al, I'm going to start with you, man. <laughs> what kind of <laughs> – that was a horrible week to take a bye week. What was the biggest story to you? I mean, for me, obviously, it's it's the Henry Ruggs news. I mean, obviously, thoughts and prayers go out to the young girl that lost her life and, and the dog. Um, from what I understand, she was really close with her dog. So, you know, they ended up dying together. Um, I mean, it's just it's just so frustrating because – you know, drinking and driving is pro- right up there, probably top three to five issues in our country and always has been. Um, and especially for someone who has millions on millions of dollars who could lives in Las Vegas. There's Ubers, Lyfts, fucking taxis. There is anything you can fucking imagine in Las Vegas. Not to mention that every NFL team has designated personnel who are there for that exact reason. And then on top of all of that, to be driving 156 miles per hour is just... That video was nuts. It was nuts. I mean, it is. I'm. I don't know how he didn't lose his life either. I'm not like honestly. He was drunk. But I'm saying like I don't know how he didn't die in that crash. Like, I mean, alcohol does that thing where you know you don't. Your brain doesn't realize that the, the tension of the moment, or it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, what is it? It doesn't uh, like seize up. It doesn't like you don't brace. Is one. Yeah. You don't brace for impact. So yeah. he just. Your brain's not thinking about it. That's why a lot of drunk drivers don't die because they're not thinking about it. They're not bracing for impact. If you're sober and you see that car coming, you're bracing for it. So your body's tense and then boom. Um, yeah. Anyway, you were saying. I mean, it's just I think that's the, the biggest storyline because that's something that, you know, obviously rarely happens, um, especially for someone in the role of a, of a sports franchise. Um, as far as Calvin Ridley goes, I, I uh, it was mental health. He did put something out. Okay. Um, and I think that teams are starting to put a lot more emphasis on mental health because I think a lot more athletes are speaking out about it, which I think is a good thing. I think that, you know, a lot of people, a lot of normal people like us, um, I'm not saying us in particular, but just general people, uh, you know, just think that athletes are, you know, superstars. They make $30 million a year. So, you know, they don't have to worry about how are you sad? You yeah, all exactly. This money. But at the end of the day, you know, money, while it buys just about anything, it doesn't buy happiness. Um, so... You know, I think it's I think it's good that teams are starting to prioritize that, and I think it's going to see an overall improve in the health of the players. Because um, I mean, ever since who was the first, was it Kevin Love was the first one? He was the one that kind of broke that, the ice on everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, ever since then, you've kind of seen it more and more, and I think it's really important that teams kind of take that next step to help their players. I, and I I really like that that they're doing that. 
Um, and then what was the other one? I'm trying to... We had Kevin Love, Calvin Ridley was definitely one of them. There no, was I meant like someone the, else. Though. The other topic from last week. Oh, Derrick Henry. Oh, Derrick Henry was there. And then yeah, I mean, just Derrick Henry freak injury. I mean, not, you know, when you fracture a bone in your foot, it's just, there's nothing you can do. Cause it's, As a running back? Yeah, it, it takes forever to heal, and it's like there's nothing you can really do to make it heal faster. Damn. Um, it sucks, you know, first time, really, we've, we're going to see the Titans for a stretch without Derrick Henry. They look um, good last they week. They looked real, 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 real good last night. Oof. Or last on Sunday. Yeah. Um, Mike Vrabel. Coach of the year. Might be. He's right up there. Yeah. With Shanahan. George. <laughs> I can't believe the Rams lost uh, <laughs> Titans with no Henry. What do you think about the rug situation? We'll hit on that real quick, and then we'll get into Ridley, Henry, and if you want, Rodgers. The rug situation is crazy. Um, going that fast in the in the city, it wasn't like it was like I thought originally it was like some back roads, some backcountry Vegas shit. And like, yeah, I can see it getting up one fifty here sports car, but like in the middle of the, the desert, somewhere yeah, in the night, desert, yeah, you know, yeah. some some weekend shit. But he was in the in the city, the heart of the city. Fucking took some lady's life. That's tough, man. It's tough, tough look, and I don't get it. But you know, I'm not. In Henry Ruggs' head, you know, right? Why he'd do that? And, he's uh, our age, man, or me and Al's age. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's too, man. I don't know Fuck. how much time he's facing. He's only think, twenty years. No, because uh, after the gun charge, and then he also got charges for his girlfriend, who was the passenger in his car. So I think now he can face up to forty-six. So still not life. Not life. Which is forty-six. Insane. Is, forty-six is the max. I'm pretty sure. He deserves life in prison, probably. I agree. Come on, man. You, it doesn't make sense. You get life in prison for shooting someone with a gun, but not for drinking, willingly getting in a car, driving, and killing somebody. You brought up, Al, that Ruggs was twice above the legal limit two hours after the wreck when they tested him. Yeah. There was no way he wasn't three or four times. He was a top golf. Well, and you also How got, fucking drunk can you get a top golf? You also got to think, like, because after the crash, obviously, he's going to start sobering up a lot. Right. So, I mean, two hours after the crash, he's still two times the legal limit. He could have been six times the legal limit, you know, at the impo- at the point of the crash. Like, who knows how drunk he actually was. I'm not putting – I love Topgolf. Not putting no blame on anyone at Topgolf. How many fucking drinks are you going to give this guy and his group? Like, how many needs drinks – I'm not saying they only went – maybe they went to the bar afterward. I mean, it's Vegas. I'm not yeah. saying they were only at Topgolf. That's not fair. But, God damn, how many fucking drinks are you going to serve these guys? They didn't get his Henry Ruggs. They know he plays for the Raiders. It might just be one of those things where it's like, hey, it's on the house. They do that for famous people. They don't do it for us, but they'll do it for people with the money that can afford it. It could just be one of those things. Um, super sad, man. And I, I, I wish I had the girl's name. I, I just didn't pull it up. I'm sorry. But um, rest in peace to her. The dog just absolutely kills me. I couldn't imagine dying with my dog. I guess I'm not going to say there's a silver lining in any of this for anyone. But if you were going to have that happen to you, at least your dogs were with you. I know if someone were to rear-end me, I'd want to be with Sadie and Zeus instead of them wondering why Dad never came home, quote-unquote. So there's that. Um, just a sad week in the NFL. A controversial week. Derrick Henry is the least of my concerns. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, he got hurt. It sucks, but he's not on my fantasy team. I hope he gets better. That's so selfish. Yeah. Why do we always go yeah, to fantasy they, first about that shit? He's not on my fantasy team. I don't go upside. But no, I know, I know what you're saying. <laughs> you know, he, okay, he has a non-life-threatening injury. Right. Where he's someone fine. took their lost their life. He can even come back this season. Like Derek Henry yeah. probably has I'll nothing to worry about. He'll be back. I think he'll come back week 17, 18. Yeah. Especially with the week 18 there now. I caught a good week to play Tyler, that's for sure. Yeah. No Derrick Henry, no Kyler Murray. That's good. Yeah. That's a good week. Um, Calvin Ridley, shout out to you, man. Look, 
I try and put this in every pod. I try to tell everyone that I know because this is what worked for me. I was totally anti-meds for a while. If it's a mental health thing, Calvin Ridley, I know you're not listening, but whatever. Go get a genetics test to see what prescriptions can work for you for antidepressants. Go do a piss test to do the same thing. Get a blood sample. All that stuff will help you out. After that, they will show you what works for you and what doesn't. There's certain stuff that if I were to take it, man, I'd blow a fucking gasket. And I was because I was being a social experiment for a while. Find something that works for you, that works well with your genetics. Get with an actual professional licensed uh, psychiatrist and or uh, medical doctor that knows prescriptions well. And, and go from there. I mean, if that's something he wants to do, then, then go for that. I'm not saying that that will fix everything. It's helped me. That's the best advice I can give to Calvin Ridley. Otherwise, I hope he's okay. I think he does have a family. He has a couple kids. Um, this could be CTE related. He didn't say whether it was. He said it was mental health, but that's all in the brain. It's all up in the head. Yeah. Um, yet again, the NFL kind of uh, taking, I guess, a good stance. Someone taking a good stance for themselves and walking away. I have no problem with this at all. And uh, the Falcons are supportive of him and whatnot. Um Aaron Rodgers. Let's just hit it real quick. Big deal or no big deal? George, I'll let you go first. Did he let his team down? I've been hearing that. Like, oh, he let his team down. Howard Stern said, oh, if I ran the league, he'd be out of the fucking NFL. Everyone's everyone's playing hardball. They're being a hard ass. I don't believe none of these motherfuckers. And I respect Howard Stern and a lot of these people. But come on, man. Stop. Knock it off. I don't get why he would lie and say he got uh, immunized or whatever he said. He said he, he got vaxxed? He said he got immunized. He didn't yeah. say I got vaxxed. But that... that that is inferred that, when you that, say yeah, that. Yeah, inferred, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't, I just... Did he let the Packers down? We'll, we'll just no, do that. I don't know how the fucking COVID Packers let him down for years. This is like literally <laughs> the fucking, the least... It's like revenge. Worst. Yeah, I mean, not even revenge. <laughs> like, hey, go... No go, one has said that. No, no, here's like, hey, go start that Jordan Love guy you drafted. See what, see what happens to that boy. I was telling Al and Seth, no one was happier on Sunday oh. in the entire world than Aaron Charles Rogers yeah. at home on his couch. What'd they score? Seven. Seven points, huh? Lazar caught the ball with a minute 30 to go in the fourth. They were shut out. They got shut out by the Chiefs. Defense. By the Chiefs' defense. Yeah, I know. He he, he did the smartest thing he could have done. Fucking not play against a fucking easy D, but, like, you know, a big game to win. A big game to win. He had to sit out. Yeah, I know. But this, he won. You know. You know how that is. I I know what you mean. I know what you mean. This is Aaron Rodgers doing Aaron Rodgers things. And they're going to be on track next week or whenever he comes back. Al, did he let his team down? Are you disappointed in him? Give I mean, me I'm not really, you know, I don't really have a very strong opinion about it. I think that, I mean, it's it's pretty obvious that when you're vaccinated in the NFL, there's obvious uh, protocols. protocols, and it's way obviously way better than when you're not vaccinated. Um, as, like, wearing the mask in the building, being able to actually hang out with your teammates or whatever. Um, so, I mean, I, I the lying part was weird to me. I don't, I don't I mean, I don't get it. I mean, I, I, t- I understand the part, like, why, why do I have to tell you that I'm vaccinated? Right. That's the part I understand. Um, the lying part is, I don't think he let his teammates down. I think his teammates knew he wasn't vaccinated. I think the Packers right. knew he wasn't vaccinated. I don't think he was lying to any of his teammates. And, you know, I don't really have too strong of an opinion about it. Now, here's what I don't get. Why is this such a big deal for Rodgers and not Devontae Adams? He's well, not vaxxed either. Yeah, he is. He is? Yeah. He had to sit out the Arizona game, though. Because well, we still have to sit out a, until you can test negative twice. But Devontae is vaxxed. He, it said he was. Okay. That's All right. Well, okay, that's a different – okay, so that's my fault then. I thought he wasn't. And I was like, why – Why? Were, I mean, I know he's not Rogers superstar, but he's probably the best receiver in football. Why is that not a big deal? So, okay. All right. That's fair enough. Um, 
Anything else on Ruggs, Ridley, Derrick Henry, anything like that? I'm past it, yeah. yeah. Al, let's go to you, man. Josh Allen beat the hell out of Josh Allen. Yeah. You wore your Josh Allen jersey. I did. I, number 41 of the Jags. Yeah. He came through for you. I'm not going to lie. When I put that jersey on, I totally didn't even think about it being the Josh Allen bowl. I just... <laughs> Seriously? No, I... It's, I thought that's why you did it. No, I'm not going to... No, it's that's the jersey Hannah got me for Christmas, and she was there, so I put it on. But, you know, it ended up, you know, it was a really bad sloppy game uh defensive game uh, i hit, i know no one's gonna believe me here but buffalo don't like coming to jacksonville they don't like coming to jacksonville why do you say that we beat them in the playoffs a couple years ago in jacksonville we used to, we used to beat it, yeah i thought you went to buffalo for that no they came to jacksonville hmm. um and then obviously what happened last week but i think the biggest takeaway from that game is that and you know i don't know how you guys feel about Josh Allen, Buffalo Josh Allen this year. He's taking a step back this year. He's not as good as he was last year. He beat up on the bad teams. He beat up on Miami and, you know, whoever else was in that stretch where they won a couple games. But, I mean, he looked okay against Tennessee. Obviously, he looked terrible against the Jaguars. It's They have no running game. Teams are, start, right. teams are starting to take Stephon Diggs out of the game and say beat us with Cole Beasley and Emmanuel Sanders because Dawson Knox is also out. Um, the offensive line, I mean, our D-line's atrocious, and they just f- fucking shredded that offensive line. Um, and, you know, when, when your defense is out there that much, they, they, you know, there's only so much they can do. Giving up nine points when they're on the field as much as they were is ac- actually pretty damn good. Um, as far as the Jaguars go, I mean, to hold that team to six points is incredible. I mean, I don't really know how else to say it. Urban Meyer coached a great game. The defensive coordinator, who I've been very, very critical of, coached a really good game. Um, and then obviously Josh Allen. I wrote I wrote his stats down. I figured. Yeah, uh, eight tackles, one sack, two tackles for loss, an interception, and a fumble recovery. I, I mean that's about as good as you're going to get out of a defensive end right there. Yeah. Um, Buffalo Josh Allen, 31 of 47, 264, two touchdowns and a fumble. I mean, every time they were on red zone, they he was they were breathing down his neck and he was running trying to find someone to throw the ball to. Um, so yeah, I mean it was it was obviously as a Jaguars fan it was. Really uh, bitter, not bittersweet, just an awesome win. Just because, you know, anytime you can knock off a powerhouse like that, it's always always satisfying. George, what do you think about it, man? Jags beat the Bills 9-6. Uh, I didn't watch the game. I'm just going off like a, being like a stat follower. And I have Josh Allen in most of my leagues. And okay. uh, I mean, I, I don't know what Jacksonville is defensively, but... I mean, good. I can tell you that. They held held Josh Allen to nine points, and this guy is coming off of a number one fantasy quarterback season, right? Last year. Yeah, last year. And everyone's saying he's going to do better, and, uh, you know, I went with it. I didn't see how he could regress, you know? And he's been shitting the bed. I'm, I'm like, two and seven because of him. Well, I (laughs) I think the big thing is that they don't have a run game, and now teams have taken digs out of the game. I think that's the biggest thing. I just don't see how they don't have a run game. I feel like Zach Moss is not good. I mean, maybe they're not good, but isn't it good enough when your pass game is that good? I thought he was all right. How? I think Zach Moss is all right. Singletary, no, stop. How could okay? But, but Zach Singletary, Moss, he's all right. Singletary in doses, and Zach Moss in majority. How can they not be decent running game? That's I'll what give I them get. decent. They're not good. They're not enough great. to get the passing game open. But it's not enough to. I don't want to say fake out the defense, but it's not enough for the defense to worry about it, and it opens up your play action. They know Allen's gonna drop back fifty times a game. That's the problem. Yeah. As he should. He's one of the best because quarterbacks in football. Here's, here's the thing. You can beat that running game with four down linemen and two linebackers. If you don't have to put an extra linebacker in the box, that means you can drop that linebacker into a nickel and play someone extra in pass coverage. 
which I'm is what the Jaguars did a lot, and that's how you take uh, Stephon Diggs out of the game. And until Dawson Knox comes back, I think that's what a lot of teams are going to do. Gabe Davis having a quiet year, too. He had a great very, rookie season. Very strange. It's very strange. Yeah, yeah, you would think that he'd be above Emmanuel Sanders and even Cole Beasley in, as far as depth charts, but yeah. he might be the fourth fucking receiver there. And he's good. I mean, he had flashes last year. Here's something no one brings up, and that's why I love doing this pod because I listen to everyone's pod, and they all just – it, it, it's it's the it's I forget the name of the thing, but it's just it, it's this weird effect, this weird theory where everyone just repeats what everyone says. These guys were good last year, a lot of them, because there were no fans, there was no pressure, you didn't feel anything. It's fucking empty. It's like you're just playing with your boys. I'm sure if you pack Staples Center with seventeen thousand fans, I'm not hitting a free throw. Just us three playing out there, me, you, and Seth and Rick. I could probably hit some free throws. There's no one out there. I mean, sure, the cameras are there, but I'm not thinking about that. I mean, I, you know, these guys are professionals. They can get past some cameras being around. They've been used to cameras their whole life, especially in this generation. But let's take that into account, man. Maybe Josh Allen's one of these guys that he was good because ain't no fucking fans. N- New York had no fans at all because COVID restrictions. Very few games he went on the road. There was probably more than 10,000, 15,000. Unless you played in Texas or unless you played in Florida, you were not going to have more than 25% of the stadium filled last year. Yeah. A lot of these guys performed super well because I think there was really little to no pressure. Yeah. Sure, you have the media talk and everything like that, but, I mean, let's be real, man. A lot of these guys, it's because the stadium was empty. Yeah. I think Cobb Ridley might be more of the same stuff. He had such a great year because there's no pressure. Now there's fans. People are talking shit to him. He already has his other life where people are asking for money. Maybe he's depressed. Maybe something's going on with his family. Maybe someone's sick. He doesn't want to tell us about it, which is fine. But it's all getting to him. If there were no fans, if there was no one chirping, if there was no, you know what I mean? That wouldn't be a big deal to some of these guys. I'm not saying that's what Ridley's problem is, but I could see that being a factor. So Josh Allen, I'm not going to say he's not good. I'm not even going to say he's not one of the top five, six, seven quarterbacks in the league. But this whole step back thing, maybe he's just getting back to who he just is in general. And if that is Josh Allen, that's a problem for the Bills because they just paid him a lot of money. A lot of money. Yeah. Earlier than they could have, too. That's the weird thing is they paid him off one good season and they paid him a fucking Brinks truck. Right. I, I Ravens still haven't paid Lamar and he's won an MVP. Yeah. Yeah. Josh Allen was a lot of people's MVP pick coming into the season. I still have Stafford. I know he looked like shit on Sunday. Everyone's going to have one of those games. Rodgers won the MVP last year against Tampa twice. He looked terrible. So it just is what it is. Every No one's perfect. Um, anything else on Josh Allen beating Josh Allen? It was a great win for the Jags. Second win for Meyer and Lawrence. Yeah, I mean. Do you still want Urban gone out for the year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That hasn't changed. No. Can, there's going to be some significant changes that will have to happen in order for me to want him to stay. Like what? I know you love when I bring this up, but the, just the depth chart, the players. I don't like. I don't agree with the players he's brought in. Some of them have played, obviously, have played. Excuse me, really bad. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, the the main example I bring up all the time is Tavon Austin. Yeah, you love shit on. There Tavon. is a reason Tavon Austin hasn't played in the NFL in four years, because he's not good. But once DJ Chart goes down, that's who Urban Meyer brings in because he's fast. That's Urban Meyer's thing. I want fast people. Fast is fast is. A plus in the NFL, but it doesn't mean anything if you can't catch the ball or if you can't get open. That was your beef with Ruggs when he was playing, is that you feel yeah. like Ruggs wasn't a big contributor. He could just run quick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Let's move over to Kansas City, Missouri, man. Jordan Love had his first career start for the Green Bay Packers against the Kansas City Chiefs. They lose the game 13-7. to Pat Mahomes didn't look good yet again. There's something going on with that boy, but yeah. I don't want to speak on that again today, yeah. but there's something wrong with him. 
uh, wrong for real, for real. Like, this isn't just, I can't read a defense. It's like, he's got something going on. Whether it's Jackson and Brittany, whether it's something personal, whether it's drugs or alcohol, I don't want to speculate. Something's in that boy's head. He, it, It's like they fucking cloned him, and this isn't actually Pat Mahomes. It's like his fucking stunt double throwing the football. Like, what the fuck? Anyway, we're here to talk about Jordan Love. Al, I'll start with you. Jordan Love looked like shit. Yeah, looked really horrible. Bad. Really bad. If you are Matt LaFleur, Brian Gudekinst, and whoever the fuck owns the Packers, which is like a lot. It's actually the fans. The fans own the Packers. But there's someone else in the uh, in the organization that is high up. If you're them, are you shitting bricks at the fact that Rodgers may still want to walk and this is your future? Because I am. At the fact Rodgers wanting to walk, yes. But... Here's the thing we have to realize about this, and I'm not defending Jordan Love in New because he played fucking absolutely atrocious. That offense is centered around arguably one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, one of the smartest quarterbacks of all time, and that's, you know, the plays they run are for, the, you know, one of the smartest quarterbacks of all time, and it takes, you know, six or seven years to get to that point. And Matt LaFleur said it after the game, you know, he, you know I didn't get him ready enough for the offense, which could be an excuse. Um, could be. But I think that that's some, year and a half. I think that's something that has to be taken into consideration, though, because while you can sit on the sideline and hear the plays and watch it, it's a whole different story to be in the game and have you know Chris Jones breathing down your neck and see Honey Badger out in the secondary. Um, obviously, he played like shit. I'm, I'm not saying like it's you know holy fuck what the fuck you know panic time, but it's it you know I'm, I'm not feeling good about it. Okay, George. What do you think about Jordan Love, man? I didn't watch the game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How many? What game did you watch? How about that? Just a, basically the Rams and uh, you watch the Niners? mornings game. No, no, the mornings game. Who who played in the morning? Ten A.M.s. I, I think the, watch Red Zone. I, I think the ten a, ten a game. <clears throat> can't even talk right now. <clears throat> the ten A.M. games were so bad. I was just like, "Fuck! It, I'm just not gonna watch till Rams uh, Titans." Rams Titans. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Like I said, I, I thought it was uh, going to be a bad week of football. So You hit me up to go to the gym, and I'm like, do you know what day it is? And then you're like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to the gym. And then you hung up on me. Yeah, I just can't watch every game anymore. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what's wrong with me. got to get just, that red zone in. We have red zone, but it's just none of the games are interesting. Or, like, they're bad weeks. I actually thought that the 10 a.m. game was one of the more interesting weeks of the year so far. Which, which ones? Like, Saints-Falcons was good. Um I mean, the Ravens-Vikings was a good game. Ravens-Vikings was all right. It was cool to see Baker Mayfield. I know you love Baker Mayfield. Um, I mean, there were was, was some good games. There were some some good moments. Um, definitely better than the last couple. The last couple of weeks have been really bad. Yeah, it's been pretty slow. Yeah, so I, mean, out super I think that's what it was like. It was just compared to the last couple of weeks, it was a pretty good week of morning games. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers did not let his team down. Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to say he got his revenge because I don't, I don't think he meant to catch COVID, but... I mean, this is the butterfly. I mean, this is the butterfly effect, man. This is what happens when you disrespect one of the greatest quarterbacks ever, and you're some fucking guy that was the Redskins assistant, and then you were the sorry, the Washington Football Team, and you were the Titans offensive coordinator. Now you're the Packers head coach, and you got some fucking bullshit ass GM who's trying to dude. This is Aaron bleeping Rodgers. We're talking about the disrespect, the amount of shunning they have done to this man is disgusting. Jordan Love looked like fucking dog shit on Sunday. Now, at his first career start, you said it yourself, it's going to take a while to get initiated in any offense in the NFL, to get ingrained with any of your teammates. 
he was making throws that I'm like, dude, guys like Colt McCoy, who won Sunday, guys like Mitch Trubisky, who's Josh Allen's backup, can win this football game. Mm-hmm. Mitchell Trubisky's winning that football game when he has Devontae Adams, Lazard, Marquez, and Randall Cobb. He's winning that football game in Kansas City. He won eight games last year. I, there's no reason for me to think he won't be able to do that. You moved up what? But I think they have playtime is a thing. Yeah. Like, like they're bad regular season, but they had playtimes to be able to win that game, whereas Jordan Love hasn't. I'm not well, defending he played good. Even last year, Jordan Love didn't get a preseason, so he didn't get a snap last year. Yeah. And then this year... He got hurt in the preseason, so he didn't play any of the preseason. So that was his first NFL snaps. I mean, he, he is a puppy dog. Yeah. Out he, of the womb. Yeah, just came like, out of the womb. Yeah. yeah, like we just rinsed him off, and now we put a collar on him. Like, he's brand new. What's up? Uh, What, what pick did he go? 25th. First round. They traded up for him. From th- or 26. They traded up from 30 to yeah. 26 to get him. Yeah. Which no one was snagging him. And the, <laughs> dude, stop. I'm not saying he's a bust yet, but he did not play good. Yeah. That's I'm not I'm saying he's a bust. Yeah, yeah. Let that I, be known. I would go to Aaron Rodgers if I'm Matt LaFleur or Brian Gutekinds and be like, what can we do for you? Because we're not ready to move on yet. We are not ready to have this dark-ass future. I've never seen Devontae Adams so visibly mm. pissed off yeah. for an entire game on the field than I was Sunday. Yeah. After every single time. And Jordan Love, granted, I mean, <laughs> look, if I was going to Devontae on the Turkey Bowl game, I'm only looking his way first. He was only throwing to the He must have had 15 fucking targets. He was only throwing to him. Matt LaFleur, yeah, he should take some blame for this. Because why didn't you ingrain Aaron Jones more into your offense? Yeah. What the fuck was that about? Aaron Jones is one of the top five backs in football. Top six. We can we can debate it. But he's one of the premier running backs in football. Why was he not more into the game plan? You know this guy could pop off for four tuds in a game for you. This is who... 2019, he was probably the more valuable Aaron on that Packer team than Aaron Rodgers was. I'll stand by that. Last year he kind of took a, a step back, but Rodgers had an insane year. But Aaron Jones is still great. He hasn't had a major injury. He didn't do anything to piss off the team or disrespect the coach. Why is he not in the game plan more? You know you have this guy who's going to be under heavy pressure. They know he's a rookie quarterback. Chris Jones is going to be, like you said, breathing down his neck. I don't understand this at all. They were super unprepared, the entire team. It's like they didn't hear the news until Rodgers did the interview Friday, but they got this news on Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. The fuck? How do you not have more? I don't know how the Packers went about this. Whatever they did, it was wrong. I'd be scared shitless if I was a Packer fan. There was a Packer fan that came into the to the yeah. store Saturday night. You good? Yeah, my bad. <laughs> I was getting my rocks off. And the... <laughs> oh, Jesus, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Trash can behind you. All right. I was talking to some Packer fan that came into the store, and I was like, how do you feel about Jordan Love? And he's like, I don't feel good. I don't feel good about him. He's like, I don't. Like, he's supposed to replace Aaron Rodgers? Like, stop. Wait, Even wait, Rodgers sat for three years behind the great Brett Favre. So how bad did he do? Well, you, you know his numbers at all? How many picks? How I got it right here. 19 to 34 for 190, a tud, and an interception. That's not atrocious. But. What was what was a uh, But. I don't know what Fields was. But. Patrick Mahomes. 20 to 37, 166, and a touchdown. Almost a worse game. Just no pick. Yeah. Yeah, Mahomes doesn't look good, man. Um, to wrap up this Jordan Love thing, look, I'd be scared shitless if I was a Packer fan, if I was a Packer management person, and if I was any of Aaron Rodgers' teammates. Because I'm making sure I only got one year left like Devontae Adams, and then I'm deciding from whatever Aaron does where I'm going to go next. Um, Jordan Love, I'm not going to say he shouldn't be the answer or the future. Doesn't look promising. 
doesn't look like the successor. I was too young to watch Rodgers back up Favre, but I don't remember a time where everyone was doubting this Aaron Rodgers kid from Cal to back up. Bro. People knew he was going to be the next surefire thing. Now, is he better than people thought he was going to be? Absolutely. He's way better than anyone thought he was going to be. Came from Cal. Transferred from Butte. Like, stop. People did not expect this guy to be this great. One of the top three or four greatest arm throwers to ever live. But people knew he was going to be good. Jordan Love? I don't know, man. I don't know. Let's take a break real quick. When we come back, we're going to do some contenders versus pretender stuff. We're going to review our MVP and Super Bowl picks that we did in the beginning of the year. We'll do some fantasy football shit. And we're going to have some fun. Alrighty, and we are back. So we're going to have a conversation on... We're at the halfway point. We're going to talk about contenders versus pretenders. Now, I don't know if there's going to be a lot of pretenders in this conversation. It's going to be more of the contenders. But we're going to talk about the teams that have a chance to win the Super Bowl, have a chance to make the NFC Championship, AFC Championship, that kind of thing. We'll start in the NFC. Competition's pretty stiff over here, man. Al, I'll let you go. Who do you think are the top four contenders in the conference? Uh, so in no particular order, um, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, they're going to be there, right up there at the top. Uh Packers, Aaron Rodgers, same thing. They'll, they'll be up there. Um, the Rams look really, really good. Did, didn't play well Sunday night, but you know, like I've said multiple times on the podcast, you're not going to play a perfect game 16 weeks. Those, those type of games are going to happen. Um, and then the other one's the Cardinals. Cardinals have looked really good. They played good without Kyler and D-Hop. Um, so that's my four for the NFC. I mean, the Cowboys just don't impress me. I, they're more of a pretender, in my opinion. So Thank you. Yeah. That's going to be my pretender pick, too. Yeah. Was Cowboys. And I I would have said that before the Denver game, to be honest with you, too. I yeah, just, I just... Every that, year, man, there's yeah. just something about them I just don't fucking like. Yeah, and it's, you know, you play that division seven or what, six times. Yeah. That's six wins, because that division is terrible. Five wins, six wins, yeah. Yeah. Right, you, maybe it was one of them, but yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah, AFC, so I mean... who you got? Uh, AFC, uh, my top four um, Titans right now. I mean, the Titans are running the AFC right now, and it's really surprising to see. I was not high on them coming into the year. Um, the Ravens, I think no one's really talking about them, and I really don't know why. Lamar Jackson gets literally no respect, and it's I still don't know why. It's insane. Dude had 120 rushing yards on Sunday. Like, dude, like, come Wasn't on. was he the top rusher in the NFL Sunday? He was top five, two? I know that. Yeah. Um, so match that with what he's doing, throwing the ball. I mean, that's that he's going to take them pretty damn far. Um, I still got the Browns in there. I think I'm not saying Odell was the problem, but I think he was a problem. And I think that trying to force feed him the ball and then, you know, there being the issue of him not getting the ball, I think that was a big distraction. Um, And I think it's a different type of offense without Odell. I think it's more catered to Jarvis Landry, who's Baker's favorite target anyways. It's, you know, more favored to Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and Dearness Johnson. Um, So I like what they're doing. And then I I hate to say them, but the Chiefs. I mean, it's – until they're dethroned, I – I don't know. I, I have to. I have to count them in until they're counted out, in my opinion. Because at the end of the day, they're you know right in there for the for their division. So that, yeah, those are my picks, basically. George, I don't know if you have a list. Who are the contenders in the NFC to you? And then if you have a, a pre, who's your pretender pick in the AFC? Because you gave one for NFC. Who's your pretender? Do you need a pretender in each conference? Sure, just one. Just one team. Um, it's just bullshitting. I think, think uh, the Bills are pretenders. That was my pretenders pick. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think Titans. Titans, I think are gonna be the AFC team. In the that, Super that, Bowl. No, well, that take legitimately for Super Bowl contention. Okay. I think the Browns can start cooking now. Yeah. Without Odell. without Odell. 
I don't think they're going to. I don't. Yeah, so the Titans are for sure like, okay, I can see them in the Super Bowl. The Browns could cook and make it or whatever, I guess you could say. Yeah, no, I got you. And then um, and the NFC, it's, yeah, Rams for sure. Uh, Cardinals, Bucks are for real. Bucks are getting healthy. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I yeah, Green Bay, I think, are always going to be like there, but never really there kind of thing. They'll be in the mix, but they won't ever yeah. get over that hole. Yeah, yeah. I- I'm with you. I think they're bird toes. It's kind of like the Saints the last few years. that They're always going to be in the mix, but they were never, ever going to get back to the bowl. Yeah, they're it's like in the trail things. mix, but they're the raisins, you know? They ain't the M&M's. Yeah, right. They're like the peanuts. Not yeah. the M&M's. They're not the fucking cashews, and they ain't the almonds. Yo, yeah. Whew. Chef's kiss on those salty almonds, man. These are salty almonds. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. For my contenders, starting NFC. Hate to say, what? <laughs> Wait, you get that look, like, Wait, what, what happened? Wait, contenders, yeah. <laughs> what was the look for, though? No, yeah, I'm listening, I'm listening. <laughs> Jesus. The contenders in the NFC, I got Rams, I got Cardinals, I got Packers, I got Bucks. Those are the four. It's pretty much the contentious four. The, yeah. the, those are the ones that... All from the NFC, too. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, those are the ones that... Uh, no shit. Thanks, George. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, those are the ones that everyone basically knows. That those are the top four teams. Now, out of those four, the biggest pretenders are the Packers, not the Cardinals. Cardinals are right there in that game on that Thursday night one. It's hard. To, it's seven in a row in the NFL. That's like unheard of territory almost. I mean, teams are so balanced. There's so many different ways that the game gets swayed, whether it's referee calls, whether it's injuries, whether it's COVID, someone gets it on Thursday or Friday nowadays. There's so many ways that games can go. But the Packers, like I said, they're burnt toast. I think they're the Saints. I think they can make the second round. They can even maybe get right back to the NFC Championship game. They are not going to beat the Rams. And they are not going to beat the Bucks. If it's Cardinals-Packers, we'll see how that goes. But Rodgers has this weird thing where he clams up in the playoffs. It's very fucking weird. It's just it's been a recurring theme the last couple of years, especially against the Niners. I mean, holy shit, did he look bad at it? That was a great defense, but goddamn, he looked bad in that game. Uh, against the Bucks last year, he threw two picks. One of them you could have said Murphy Bunting. I think it was him that picked it off over Lazard. Did a pass interference, but calls get missed every time in the games, every game. So that is what it is, man. Packers are my pretenders out of those four, but in the NFC, the pretenders. <laughs> What? <laughs> well, why do you keep laughing? No, What's no, up? No, no, no. Tell me. No, I'm ready what, for What? Something I said? No, I'm ready for the AFC. I'm ready for the AFC. Are oh, you ready for the AFC? Yeah. So my NFC pretender, who was yours? Cowboys. I had Cowboys. I I think I'm a lock in Packers, though. I actually, I actually think there's only three teams. And I actually don't even feel that good about the Cardinals. I think it's the Rams and Bucks conference to lose. I really do. I think the Rams, especially now with Von Miller, we haven't even brought up the Von Miller shit. Stacked. Loaded. What do you think about it? You're a Rams fan. You, you, you converted, which is fine because I've converted plenty of times. You were a Niner fan. Uh, how long ago were you a Niner fan? 2011. What? That what? long ago? Yeah. When did you become a Rams fan? When they, they came to LA? 2014, 15, somewhere no, on there? It was like 2012. It was like 2015. No, it was. It was no, it was like 15, 16. Recently. Yeah. Not that recent, though. Uh, I think well, the first year they had golf. Yeah, whenever, yeah, whenever they were in LA. So 2016. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Like that? Are you hit your pen a couple times? It's all good. What do you think about what was my fucking question right now? Where are you? Were talking about contenders? Like I got a contact high over here. How do you feel about the Rams? Wait, the Rams are contenders. That like the only ones I think against the Bucks though. Oh uh, yeah, they're contenders too. They could beat them absolutely. Oh yeah. Okay. 
I mean, don't get it twisted. It's close. Like, clearly we're talking about it, but, uh, yeah. No, my question was, what do you think about Vaughn Miller? That's what he I He hasn't played, that. so I can't tell you. But do you feel good about it? Is he a yeah. hump? Like, like, just give me a little rundown. He, I'm glad we got him. Could he be past his prime? Probably, whatever. But he's still good. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we just got better. I don't know. We're, we're uh, always going to be in the mix for a Super Bowl. Now we're definitely in the mix. Okay. Harder, right. better. What do you think about Von Miller to the Rams? Is it a wash? Do you care? Is he over the hump? Is he going to matter? He's going to matter. I mean, he's a great player. He's a former Super Bowl MVP. But in my opinion, it's it's in terms of the value the Broncos got back, it's a wash. Because, I mean, getting a second and a third for a guy that probably wasn't going to be around much longer, I mean, that's pretty damn good compensation. Hell yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's you know, it's good. For, I think it's good for both teams. Okay. And I think it's them doing a favor to, obviously, one of the greatest that's ever put on their jersey. Yeah. Sending them to somewhere he could win, not yeah. to some dumpster fire like fucking Cleveland. They're not as big of a dumpster fire as usual, but some place that's just like like Houston. Like that'd be fucking disrespectful as hell. Yeah. Um, let's go to the AFC. You want to hear my contenders? Here they are. Baltimore <coughs> Ravens. Ravens are right there. Buffalo Bills. I'm not going to act like this Josh Allen one bad game all of a sudden takes them out of contention. They're still right there. Tennessee Titans are right there, even with or without Derrick Henry. Adrian Peterson, there was a thing. I think I sent you the video on TikTok where it was AP with Derrick Henry's fucking t- oh, yeah, <laughs> rat <seen> tail. <laughs> His bald head that he had the rat tail. <laughs> and then the fourth contender. Now this one is hot. Get out your wait, wait. sun visors. I'm ready. I'm ready. Michael McCorkle Jones. Pretender. The Patriots are contenders. I like their defense. I think they have good weapons. I like Mac. Are they going to win the Super Bowl? Fuck no. Are they going to make it? Hell no. Can they make the divisional round? Hell, can they beat the Ravens or somehow beat the Bills? I mean, the, the, they play the Bills twice a year. Belichick has had their number for two decades. They can go into Buffalo or Buffalo can come to them in the divisional round. And they can get them the way the Jaguars got them a few years ago or the way that the Chiefs got them where Allen just is kind of all over the place. Belichick knows how to do the defense. He's a defensive coach. I could absolutely see the Patriots making an AFC title game. That's not even out of the question to me at all. Super Bowl, no, stop it. They're a couple years away. The pretender team. What? What's up? I was just going to bring... Uh, first of all, Mac Jones about to catch a suspension. I'm gonna just throw that out there. Um, Fair, but so these are the teams that they beat. They beat the Jets twice. They've had five, they're five and five and four. They beat the Jets twice. They beat the Texans barely, and then they beat the Chargers by three. That's a that's a good win. And then they shit on the Panthers, but Sam Darnold's back to Sam Darnold. And their losses are Cowboys, Bucks, Cowboys, Bucks, Saints, Dolphins. So, basically another contender. Yeah. Cowboys and Saints, stop. But listen, to their next three games, this was going to be my main point, is really their next four games is going to be the telling tale of what this team's going to do. This week, they're at home against Cleveland. Then they're in Atlanta, which Atlanta is not an easy play right now. They are at home against the Titans and then on the road against the Bills. Okay. And then the two games after that, they actually are in Indy and then uh, in the road in Buffalo. So... Okay. They're going through. They're going to go through a rough stretch right now. We're gonna we're gonna see what a uh, old Mac Jones is made of. It's Michael McCorkle. If he's on the field. Yeah. Right. He's probably gonna get suspended. Yeah, but just for a game, I think. Though. I'd say probably at least two. You think two? Yeah, I'd say so. They're not gonna give a white quarterback a two-game suspension. Stop. They'll give him one. They'll give him one. 
They'll give him one he, in the fine. He should get at least two. That's fine, but they won't do that. Yeah, you that's, know how the NFL that's, works. That's how you end. Quarterbacks are the money. They're that, not. Stop. That's how you end someone's career. Like that's 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 one. Of I the, agree. That's one of the dirtier plays I've ever seen. I agree. I'm with you. My pretender, and we'll get off this. My Chargers. Yeah. They're not there yet. They're there. Uh, Herbert, I know he's good. He 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 could even be already great. He's not there yet. Staley is first year. Got to get some more experience. That defense can't stop a fucking nosebleed against a team that they're going to have to face like Baltimore. I don't know if I like them against Buffalo. I don't know if I like them against New England. Belichick, I think, has lost once to the Chargers, as long as he's been the Patriots head coach. They've seen the Chargers in the playoffs three times, all of them with Brady, but they smack them each and every time. Uh, they beat them this last week. They beat them 45-0 in week 14 last year in SoFi. And granted, no fans, but 45-0? What the fuck? So, I don't know, man. I just, the Chargers, I'm not going to say they're pretenders because I, I don't think everyone's putting them there like that right now. But the Titans could get them, the Ravens could get them, the Bills could get them, and the fucking Patriots could get them. And goddamn it, the Chiefs could probably fucking get them. And if we're going to keep it real... The Raiders might be able to get them if they have to go to Vegas. The Raiders might be able to do it. I'm not I'm not too high on them. Everything There's a lot of shit going on right now, but we're talking two months down the road. If they have to go on the wild card on a Sunday night to Vegas, I don't know. That's all I'm saying. If it's in SoFi, it's a different story, even though they have, like, no fans. Uh, but I, I just, you know, your home field, I think it's one of those things. Uh, Chargers are my pick. They're a year or two away, but they're going to be there. So anything else on this conversation, contenders versus pretenders? Done. Let's move on, man. MVP and Super Bowl picks. So we are halfway through. We can adjust these if we want. I'm sticking with my gut on these two things. George, I will start with you on this one. What was your preseason MVP pick? Just give me that. On my preseason MVP pick, who's uh, winning right now? Who's in the lead? George, <laughs> stop. Al, <laughs> I'll start with you. Jesus, fuck. Are you, are you doing this part or you're not doing this um, Okay, I think it's Matt Stafford. Okay. Yeah, and I always... You asked who's in the league? <laughs> no, who's no, who's in the lead? In the lead right now for... Uh... Well, I, I was going to keep it to myself, but I personally think Brady's the best player in football right now. Right now? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm good with Matt Stafford then. Okay. Al, who, who was your preseason, if you remember? It was Josh Allen. It was Josh Allen, yeah. Um, Are you was... still feeling that way? No. Okay. Uh, he's not in my top five act right now, actually. Wow. Ooh. Um... It was Josh Allen. I had Bucks Chiefs in the Super Bowl. That's obviously I don't I don't feel that strong Lord. about that one anymore. Um, trying to go back to back. So I'm gonna go five to one on my MVP board. Five Cooper Cup having just unreal year, unreal year. Four Kyler Murray. Okay. I have Stafford at three. I have Thomas Edward Patrick Brady at two. Okay. At one, I have Lamar Jackson. Mm. What Lamar Jackson does every single week, like I said earlier, you. We've never seen it. That team without Lamar Jackson is the Detroit Lions, 100%. They have the most people on IR in the NFL. Yeah. He lost his starting running back. His backup running back. His backup running back. (laughs) They lost a free I mean, going on the defense, they lost Marcus Peters. I know there's been a couple others I can't think about the top of my head. Um, The O-line hasn't been very good. I mean, dude, he's Devontae Freeman and Le'Veon Bell are his fucking running backs. And this dude is carrying the Ravens. And when I say carry... Hollywood's had a good year. Yes, Hollywood's having a good year. Mark Andrews has been pretty solid. He's having a good year, too. But those are byproducts of Lamar. Right, he has to throw the ball to him. Yes. Um, I just think what Lamar's doing is by far the most valuable to his team because he's running the ball, and he's throwing the ball. And it's honestly to a bunch of guys that just aren't good. I mean, 
Brady has Evans, Godwin, Brown, Gronk. I mean, you name it, he's got it. Stafford's got Cup, Woods, uh, Higby. I mean, Jefferson. Yeah. Wait, Van. Van Jefferson. Okay, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> um, Kyler Murray's got D Hop, AJ Brown, or AJ Green. Um, yeah, so I mean, yeah. in my opinion, I just think l- what Lamar's doing is is the best right now. All right, yeah. I mean. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. This man is 44 fucking years old. He just, he just got a 600 career touchdown. I think he has 25. They had a bye week, so he's basically taking a week off already. The Stafford and the Rams is coming up. Stafford's my other pick. He was my preseason pick. I was going to roll on the, the the dice with him. Uh, can't speak. But I'm not taking the Titans game into consideration like that. That Seahawks game, he didn't look good. It was a rough couple weeks. That Colts game, he didn't look good. I know this because he's my fantasy quarterback, and I'm like, what the fuck? I guess the Bucks. Out of here. Fucking astronomical, 99 Madden rating, four touchdowns, no interceptions, 350 yards. Cooper Cup looking like the goddamn second coming of Steve Largent. It's phenomenal against the defending champs in your house. Also, week three. Nothing was established in week three. What's established in week three? We're now at week 10. That was, shit's way different. That was two-thirds of a season ago already. We didn't think the Chiefs sucked ass in week three. Now we know they suck. Why is your face like, oh, my God? No, listen, I'm just okay, yeah. it in right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking to your shit. So. I just think it's Brady because Brady, even if the body's not all there, which, pause, with Brady, the body's all there. you got to pause that. Even with <laughs> Brady, the body is all there. It's the mind. His mind is as sharp as it's ever been. He can read defenses as best as he's ever been. I actually think that Brady this year might be the best Brady we've ever seen. That's including the 50 touchdowns. Well, look who he's throwing the ball to, though. I mean, he's never had weapons like this. When you count his receivers in his backfield. he's. Can someone tell me what the Buccaneers went in 2019 with Jameis Winston? I'm just... not saying Brady's not great. Can, can someone just tell me? that? No, just tell me the record. I'm not I'm, sure I'm not trying probably, to argue with you. It was probably like, I don't know, like five wins right around. I don't know. Seven to nine. They didn't make the playoffs once with Jameis Winston. Yeah, Jameis Winston. Same good. coaching staff. Same fucking receiving core. Sure, you bring in A.B., you bring in your best bud, Gronk. I'm talking about Evans and Godwin. Those are the two. Those are the two pro bowlers. Mike Evans has been an all-pro a few times. That defense, I know they weren't as mature as they are now. Devin White was a rookie at 2019, whatever. Some free agent acquisitions. This team, if it's Blaine Gabbert, I know you like Blaine Gabbert. Mm. If it's Blaine Gabbert throwing that football, nah, exactly. Fuck no. Tom Brady's... You good? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> George just keeps fucking up my mind. Yeah, can you just, bro, can you chill for a sec? Tom Brady is the best player in the NFL today still. This sounds like dick riding. So what? Tom Brady, year in and year out, proves it every year. Do you want me to give you the rundown of last season? You know I will. I'm good. A 43-year-old in a pandemic with no preseason, very little training camp, went to a new team for the first time in two decades, learning a new offense, and won a Super Bowl against Pat Mahomes. Yeah, I was there. On the road. Yeah. Faced Taylor Heineke, Drew Brees, one of the goats, Aaron Rodgers, one of the, one of the Doug goats, not the goats, Doug goats, and then Pat Mahomes, who is baby goat. Was baby goat. He can still be baby goat. <laughs> he, he can still be, you know, maybe something's going on. He might be depressed. He might have an issue. He, he's still baby goat. Um, I got Brady. I got Brady because I, I don't know, man. You give me Jameis or Blaine Gabbert, that team is still staying at seven or eight wins. Blaine Gabbert, get the fuck out. You're winning three games. Stop. Easy, easy on my boy, dude. Stop. That's Blaine, my, that's my boy. Stop. So I got Brady. I want Stafford to win it. I think Stafford has a better storyline. I think we're all tired. I think it might be. It's 
the way we talk about LeBron fatigue, we have Brady fatigue. That is a real thing for sure in the NFL. There is such thing as Brady fatigue. Stafford, new team for the first time in 13 years. He's in L.A. His skin is clear. McVay's over there. They're cheering, going up and down. Him and Cooper Cup. Uh, you got the fake Max Kellerman impressions going on. The highlights are crazy. The Rams have a chance to win the bowl. It's in L.A. this year. It's a great story. The NFL loves stories. But I, I, got, I got Brady, personally. I think Brady's going to ball the fuck out. So that's what I got. Super Bowl picks, man. Who is your preseason pick? Are you sticking with it? What's I, up with that? I had Bucks Chiefs. I'm sticking with Bucks. I think, I mean, it's just, you, you can't bet on Tom, against Tom Brady, like, until he gets, uh, you know, until he loses. Beaten. Yeah. yeah. Um, my ASC pick, I'm just, I'm full on the fucking Ravens bandwagon. I'm going Ravens in the bowl. Bucks Ravens. Yeah, I, th- I think Lamar's carrying them through. I mean, really, the AFC's kind of wide open if you look at it. Because right now the Titans are the best team, and I mean, I mean, obviously they're really good and really well coached. But it, it to me it comes down to what team I trust the most, and right now I trust the Ravens the most. Who you got in the Super Bowl and why, George? I got Rams Titans. Wow, a rematch of uh, the last Rams Super Bowl win. Yeah, the Titans are good enough to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think they're the best team in the AFC. I mean, I haven't watched enough of the Ravens and. Uh, who else is good? The Bengals? The Bengals have been showing out. The they NFC. have been struggling. But now, as of late, right? Yeah, I, the yeah. last two weeks. They've yeah. been bad. So, you know, it's all about ups and downs. But I think the Titans still have room to go up. Because Julio hasn't been playing. Oh, boy. Not even, not even. Okay, and I know we could say he's old. I know he's old. I do regret saying he was going to be, uh, you know, over 1,000 yards receiving this year. But uh, he's still productive. And if he can stay healthy, I mean, they can do a lot more than they've done. Right now, so but yeah, the Rams will win that Super Bowl for sure. Okay. Oh, my. Before you, I, I didn't say who I thought was going to win. Oh, Ravens. You think Ravens won the Super Bowl? Yes, sir. I had Bills Packers in the preseason. I was going for my boy Rogers. Had a change of heart. Yes, I have one every year. I am, I'm, I'm just a man. <laughs> you love this, Al. You absolutely. <laughs> You absolutely love when I start just fucking. I'm only a man. I am no superior being. <laughs> George. Um, I had Bills Packers changing it up in the NFC. <sighs> Fuck. I got the Rams. I got the Rams. But that Von Miller acquisition is going to be. No, no, no. It's not Tom Sarver. It's not. No, no, no. It, it, it's Matthew Stafford. That's who I got right now. I just feel like the story's there. I feel like the. Owner's pockets run deep. We all know how that goes in the NFL. Why do you think the Patriots get all the calls? Because Kraft got that mac and cheese money. What's up? You I was got just that say, it's, it's in L.A. this year, right? It's in yeah, L.A. I forgot about that. You know, the NFL loves them storylines. Who's playing the Super Bowl? The Kings of L.A. Dre and Snoop with some friends. And Kendrick, he's one of the Kings of L.A. With some friends. So, look, man. It's going to be Rams. You good? No, my bad. <laughs> George just keeps finding a way to fucking... It's going to be Rams and Ravens. Oh, so you're on the Ravens too. I, When I'm looking at this, I don't think the Titans keep this up. I, I, I don't see them sustaining this without Derrick Henry. I think it was a great week. I think it was a they're counting us out, fuck the, the rest of the league type of game. I don't see them sustaining and whooping the ass of all the contenders over the next seven or eight weeks. I haven't looked at their schedule. They could have an easy schedule. I don't know. 
When I look at the Patriots, I don't think they have the juice to get there this year. I think Mac makes one or two bad decisions in the playoff game. They're burnt toast. The Bills, you said it the best. They have no run game. You take Stephon Diggs out of the game. If you have to face New England, Belichick's going to do that better than anyone. Brandon Staley's a defensive coach if they face the Chargers. Hell, John Harbaugh's been around long enough. If the Ravens do that, their defense is still formidable enough to beat opponents. Um, I just don't know how I feel about Buffalo. i got to see more. This isn't because of the Jacksonville thing. It's because no run game, and yeah. you take his weapon out of there. What do you expect? So... I mean, that leaves one team. And the Chargers, I think, are the pretenders. Chargers, I'm not sure about them. The Chiefs, I don't think they have the juice to get there. I said they're going to take a huge step back. I think they may win a wild card game. You're not getting past the second round. We haven't brought up the Browns much. At least I haven't. The Browns, I don't think they're as good as the Ravens. I don't think they've played the Ravens once this year. they got to play them two more times still, not including the playoffs. I think Belichick can scheme against, and we're going to see this week, against Baker like a motherfucker. Baker can throw three picks against Belichick and you call it good. Titans can beat the Browns. Um, the Chargers already beat the Browns. They could do it again. The Bills can beat the Browns. I just, when I look at these other four teams, I don't see the Browns being that much better than them. I'm sorry. I like Miles Garrett. Odell Beckham being out of the locker room is a great help. Stefanski is a great coach. I just don't see it personally. I got Rams, Ravens, but I got the Rams winning. I think the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl. I, that's just halfway through with the trades, no injuries. I just I think they got the good momentum. I think McVay is that good of a coach. I think they have the pieces. I think it's just the time, and they have the game at home, and it's going to be an L.A. celebration. There's going to be palm trees, bad women. There's going to be drinks. Everyone's going to have the handle of Hennessy. They're going to have the marijuana. It's going to be one of those times. Let's talk about some fantasy football, man, and then we'll take another break. Week 9. Let's see what happened in week nine as we all pull our phones out collectively at the same time. So let's go back. I know I got a win. I won against Sugar Pizza, which is Tim. He was out. Uh, he lost because he didn't have J-Rob. He did not have Chris Godwin. He didn't have DK Metcalf. Russell Wilson's on IR. And Clyde Edwards, a layer who I don't give a shit about, is on IR as well. Um, I guess he's good in fantasy and stuff like that. Might seem to do good either, man. New England had 23 and a half points. That was my number one scorer was New England's defense. Justin Jefferson, how many catches he have? Sorry, dead air. Uh, he had five targets, three catches for 69 yards. We had a 40-yard touchdown catch, and so that really, that, I mean, that put me up 15 points right there. Um, Najee Harris, 15 points, the most consistent player on my team this year. Fucking love Najee. I think that was one of the better picks in the draft. I'll keep that to myself. Um, Stafford shit the bed, 13 points, but didn't matter. It was enough to get me through. Jamar Chase, C.D. Lamb combined for nine points. Thanks, guys. Austin Eckler had a quiet day in Philly. I expected that. Kyle Pitts, seven points against the Saints. That's a Marshawn Lattimore special for you. And Greg Zerline, zero points because the Cowboys sucked ass against the Broncos. Still able to get the win. I have the most points scored in the league this year. I also have the most points scored against still in the league this year. Al, how was your Week 9 fantasy? Oh, it was good. I played uh, Tyler first seed, you know, trying to play spoiler, if you will. Um, he kind of he kind of um, thought about it a little too much and decided to put James Conner on his bench and play Jeremy McNichols. Uh, we all know what James Conner did on Sunday. Mm -hmm. If he would have played James Conner, I would have lost. But uh, I ended up getting the win. Um, both of us far below our projections, but sometimes it's going to be ugly, but, you know, sometimes you're still going to come out a with the win. A dub is a dub. Absolutely. Especially, hey, for me, I need a dub anytime I can get it. Um, my top score was Lamar. That's why I went out and got him. I knew he was, he, he's, you know, 25 a week at he's least. He's that guy. Uh, got me over 30 points. I mean, you can't ask for more than that. That's just unreal. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr., who I don't, Dad, I love you. I don't know why the fuck you dropped him on the waiver wire, and I don't know why anyone didn't put in a claim for him. 
Um, 15 points, I mean, he's becoming a number one receiver. Waddle, uh, 12.7 points, which is good. I mean, I expected a little bit less, honestly. Uh, got my baby back, Christian McCaffrey. Um, he actually he looked healthy, which was a good he thing. Looked to, decent. He looked decent. It was nice to see. I mean, I don't think he got his usual, you know, 30 touches. He, but um, it was it was just nice to see him back on the field. 12.6 points. I was expecting honestly for him to score like five and barely play. Uh, my real baby doll. My real baby doll, that waiver wire pickup of the year. Cordero Patterson, 18.25 points. Didn't score a touchdown, still almost scored 20 points. Six catches for 126? Yeah, the, six, the 60 yarder at the end helped a lot for sure, but he's just having such an unbelievable year. I mean, really, I almost didn't play him because I figured the Saints were a bad matchup, but I mean, he's, he's matchup proof at this point. Um, Mike Gasicki, I mean, 7.4. That's for a tight end. You, know, you can't really ask for more than that. It's a bad year for fantasy and tight ends. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, A.J. Brown in the flex. He had uh, a good amount of targets, just uh, struggled a little bit. Um, you know, Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey was in his head 100%, <laughs> um, which is what he does best. Yeah. He had 11 targets, which is good, but he had five catches for 42 yards, which is a little rough. Yeah, um, it's rough. Baltimore's defense obviously didn't do anything. And then Matt Prater, kickers, just kind of you hope they get a lot of points. Uh, yeah, solid week. I got my brother next week. It's big week. I need a big win. Um, That'd be a big win. I, I need he's, a big win. I, I got some really good matchups. Uh, the sucky thing is he has four of his nine players playing on Monday night. So that that oh re- fuck that really sucks. Yeah, you can get fucked. Yeah, so I'm not looking forward to that. I have three players playing on Thursdays. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah I got yeah. Lamar, Mike, that. Lamar, Mike G, and Ravens defense on Thursday. So Whew. yeah, George. I thought y'all. Sorry. Uh, I th- I won a, I won by a score correction this week. It was a, it was a tough gritty game, but I uh, beat Byron, who was number one seed, right? Two seed, three seed. He was three seed. He was three. So now he's still at three, I think. He's yeah. still at three. Yeah, nothing changed. Which sucks. That was just a tough tough uh, stack correction. You got uh, seven tackles for losses. Dallas's defense did. Yeah, which got last you four second. points overnight. You were down by three. It's bullshit. Um, yeah, we needed you to lose, but yeah, I need you to lose. <sighs> But I but I won. I prevailed. <laughs> so okay. but, but, but I won. Tim's yeah. gonna lose for us now, so yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just glad I got a W, and I think I should win against Steve and keep staying into the playoff games. That's all that matters. Just making playoffs. Mm. I didn't talk about my matchup with Rick this week. He beat me in week one. Let me go back to that score. That score was crazy. Oh my god, my score week one fifty to one twenty eight. Fucking down bad. Amari Cooper had a day. Kamara had a day. Jonathan Taylor, who, by the way, we were talking about number one overall picks next year. Can't believe no one said Jonathan Taylor. He's probably going to be number I one. I pick. did before you got to my house, and I forgot. Oh. Uh, Tyler Lockett, 26 points. It was a Tyler Lockett special. He hasn't scored that since. So here's who he has this week Burrow's on a bye, so he's going to throw in Roethlisberger. Already feel good about that, even though it's against the Lions. I, I don't care. Kenny Galladay's on a bye, which is fine. He's putting Hopkins right back in the lineup. So it's basically the same team I played in week one. Um, Literally the exact same team, I think. Maybe the defense is different. But yes, Cleveland's defense at New England. Good luck with that. I think New England's going to win that game. So, I don't know, man. I'm hoping my Gallup comes off the IR. I can really use him. Otherwise, it's Rashad Bateman in my flex because Jamar Chase is on a bye. And, um, yeah, man, that's basically all I got. Greg Zerline got COVID, so i got to figure out my kicker, which isn't a big deal. I'm going to start Dak over Stafford. Stafford's facing the Niners on Monday night. He's questionable. I just, the Rams and Niners, the Niners kind of have their number with Sean McVay. I think the Niners kind of have their way with them no matter where it's at. Last season, I don't remember their matchups very much. I know the Niners beat them twice in 2019, though. That was a year that they went 13-3, and the Rams 
uh, fell off after going to the Super Bowl. So they beat them twice that year. So I don't know, man. Prescott against the Falcons. Oh, easy money. Yeah, exactly. At home, they're going to bounce back. I expect three touchdowns with CD. I'm hoping he's part of that action a little bit too. So I got the Prescott and Lamb hookup. Jefferson, Eckler, Najee, Pitts, Bateman. I'll figure out my kicker in New England's defense against the Browns. So our defenses are facing each other. Uh, they're going to pick off Baker at least once. They're going to get a fumble somehow. Yeah. I'm expecting a win. Um, gut feeling, it'll be closer than I think. I might get a little stressed, but I think it'll be okay. I think we'll get a win. So what's up? Oh, I, just, I forgot to go over my matchups. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. uh, so I got Lamar against the Dolphins. That should be – he should have a Come fucking on, field day. Yeah. Uh, Michael Pittman against the Jags. That should be a field day. A.J. Brown against the Saints. Marshawn Lattimore. That could go either way. Marshawn Lattimore is really inconsistent in my opinion. Uh, McCaffrey against the Cardinals I think is actually a really good matchup. I think especially now with Sam Darnold being out and it being P.J. Walker, I think that's really, really good for McCaffrey's value. Uh, Cordero Patterson against the Cowboys should be a day. Uh, I don't know who on that defense. I mean, you could put Michael Parsons on him, but he's going to be chasing him down. Uh, Mike G against the Ravens on Thursday. I mean, what else are you going to do at tight end, honestly? And then uh, Swift against the Steelers, which is a really tough matchup, but yeah. you know DeAndre Swift loves his garbage time. Mm. Um, I might I might play Terry McLaurin instead of him because Terry McLaurin plays the Bucks, and depending on if those corners come back, I might play Terry McLaurin. I don't know yet. Um Matt Prater against the Panthers, you know, kickers are kickers. And then Baltimore's defense against Miami should be – that should be a good little amount of points right there. Yeah, for sure. Anything else on fantasy? We'll take one last break. We'll do picks, and we'll get out of here. Alrighty, and we are back. So we're going to do our picks for the Week 10 games, and then we are getting out of here. So Thursday Night Football, man, they spoiled us with Packers Cardinals and said we're not giving another one of those the whole rest of the year. We got Ravens, Dolphins. What the fuck? Yeah, that's an easy one. Dolphins. Uh, yeah, definitely. Definitely <laughs> taking Jacoby Brissett. George, who you got, man? I got Ravens. Baltimore Ravens. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Due to time constraint, we're not even going to discuss that bullshit. We'll go to 10 a.m. games Sunday. This one's pretty decent. we got Saints at Titans. Hmm. Titans. Uh, Titans, yeah. Yeah, Tennessee's on a roll right now. I'm going to go Tennessee as well. If Jameis was there, I actually never thought I'd say this. I would think differently about that, but I'm not trusting, what, Trevor Simeon on the road against Tennessee? No, that defense is playing pretty good right now, actually. Yeah. Another 10 a.m. game, Bills at Jets. Bills. It's a Mike White special, right? J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Why is that? Mike White, baby. Is he back? If he's ba- if it's Mike White, I'm taking the Jets. If it ain't Mike White, I'm going back to the Bills. I think the Bills are bad, but not that bad. They're still good, bad. I think Mike White good. I don't think. Oh, Mike I think Mike White good too. I like Mike White. He's the next Brady. Would you rather have a good team going bad or a bad team going good? Like the Jets are dog. What the ass. fuck are you on in here, bro? That's more than weed, bro. No, no, no. There's some PCP in that no, no, shit, no. bro. You're taking the Jets on the come up or the Bills on the come down? I'm taking the Jets. I'm taking the come up team, George. Why would I no, take a team that's going I'm down? I'm taking the Bills. I'm taking the Bills. I they're got not, Bills they're too, not crashing, but... though. They're just kind of. It's like when we're the by low. It's a buy low. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're buy low, it's so I'm high. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, a, cool it's that no. <laughs> oh, God. So fucking stupid. Um, I got Buffalo. This is no question. The Bills are not going to lose two in a row to Jacksonville and New York. Get the fuck out of town. I got Buffalo bouncing back, man. Stop it. Lions and Steelers. Biting kneecaps. Biting kneecaps, baby. Stop. They got to win at some point. 
I have Pittsburgh because I'm not stupid, and I realize that Najee's going to run all over that defense. Jared Goff going into Pittsburgh? No, it's one of those. Mm. It's Arrowhead, Heinz Field, uh, shit, SoFi for the Rams. I mean, th- there's a few stadiums where you go in there, it's, it's hostile. This is one of them. Come on, stop. Lions on the road, 10 a.m., stop. You really have Detroit? Yeah. George, who you got? Look it. I'm going to take the Steelers, yeah. Why is that? Just because I know. I don't know. I trust. Ah, they Just are bad. Well, the Lions are bad, but they're good, too. Ah. Steelers are due for a loss. I'm going to take, take the Steelers. Just Najee Harris. is my fantasy running back. Yeah, you know Najee's going to eat. He's going to do that, that Zeke. He's going to do that. He's going to pick up the big spoon. Put it in his mouth. Here we go. Jags or Colts? Colts. Jags? No, Colts. Okay. <laughs> I ain't doing all that. Yeah, no. No, no, no. Jonathan Taylor going to have a day on y'all, just like he did last year in Week 17. Uh, yeah. I got Colts. Jonathan Taylor going for no, two. No, it's going Ma- to be Michael Pittman. You think so? Jaguars actually have a really good run defense. I don't want Jonathan Taylor to do good because i got to face him against Rick. You, you're getting a, The Jaguars actually do have a really good run defense. Do they? They're, they're top, at least top 10. Didn't Derrick Henry have like a buck 80? Derrick Henry has a buck 80 against everybody. Yeah, that's a Derrick Henry. Not against the Ravens last year. How many rushes? 30 years? Huh? How many times does he rush the ball? Probably 30. He gets about 25, 30 touches a game. It's Derrick Henry. If he gets less the than j- 30 touches, stop. The Jaguars are a top 10 run defense. Like That's 100%. Fair enough. But I, I think it's going to be a Michael Pittman game. I got Colts, man. I got yeah, Colts, too. No question about that. Bucks at Washington. Both teams coming off a bye. Bucks at Washington. Yeah, that's not a question. Bucks. Okay. That's one of those games that we're just going to move right along, man. Browns at Pats. Pretty good game. Might be the game of the week contender. I got Browns. Why yeah. is that? Because they're good. Who you got? Browns. Really? Yeah. Okay, tell me why. Baker loves football, and I love that. I am New England. They're at home. Baker's going to look like dog shit. Belichick knows exactly what he's doing against Baker, in my opinion. Um, and it's a revenge game. I mean, he got fired by the Browns and Jets. This is what Bill Belichick does to the Jets and the Browns. He whoops their ass. It's in New England. Stop. 10 a.m. Stop. New England all day. Last morning game. Only seven this week. At least we got four in the afternoon, so that's good. Yeah. Last morning game, we have Falcons and Cowboys. I'm going to take Dallas Cowboys. Because hard knocks? Yep. So dumb. I'm going to take the Falcons, man. They're rolling. You like the Falcons. I I, I do. Dallas is also, they're a pretender. They're not bad enough to lose two games back-to-back to Denver and Atlanta at home. Knock it off. I got Dallas. I, I think the Dak and CD Lamb hookup's going to be there. I expect one tud. I don't think they're going to have three or four together. That's asinine. They got Amari Cooper. Gallup might come back. But I expect a hookup between them a couple different times. Um, they have a certain play they run every game, I've noticed, where it's kind of a flea flicker, but CD goes downfield. He does like this like deep fucking post route, and... It, it works. It worked against the Vikings. It almost worked last week, but he was in double coverage, so it got broken up. But, yeah, man, I don't know. Basini's going to get a lot of the attention, I think. But who the fuck does have on defense? It don't matter. There we go. You know who so, they got on offense. Huh? You know who they got on offense. So, yeah, here we go. 105 and 125. <laughs> Four games. These are decent games. This one kind of sucks, though. We got Panthers or Cardinals? Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah, knock it off. That's Come on. Sammy D, knock it off. Sammy D, he's out. Who? It's oh, P- it's PJ Walker. PJ Walker? Yeah. Might need a Walker after this one because I. Let me borrow his Walker. You know, Chandler Jones going to come for that boy. Here we go. We have. This is that game of the week candidate personally. We got Vikings and Chargers. You already know. I'm going Vikings. Okay, why is that? I don't know. You, yeah, exactly. You believe in Captain Fucking Kirk and Greg Joseph? Stop. Knock it off. Mike I just think the Chargers are kind of real in a little bit. 
And I think the Vikings just played good against the Ravens. I, I don't know. I got I just got to exactly. That's why Vikings. Captain Kirk's been playing shit. Stop, dude. Captain Kirk is so bad. The Vikings do this. They're so inconsistent. They are the kings of. Let's go up by a lot. Let's let the team come back, and then let's let it slip away. They have not dominated a single game this season. I mean, this is outside of the Seth shit. I don't like what I see from them week in and week out. I don't know if it's Jefferson or Thielen going to get all the attention. I don't know if they're going to make a ton of crazy catches. I don't know if Kirk is going to have one of those three or four touchdown games with 300 pass yards, or he's going to have 140 with no touchdowns and a pick, and he runs one in somehow. Dalvin, I, he, the storyline we didn't even bring up with him, is he going to be mentally good to go? There's a lot of question marks, and they're on the road. I'm sure there's going to be probably half Vikings fans there. Nah, dude. Chargers are a way better team. They're in a way better position. I got Chargers. Who do you got, George? LA Chargers. Okay. Why is that? Because, uh, yeah, the whole Dalvin Cook and domestic abuse or whatever, sprayed or... And then a lot I of stuff just, going on. And, yeah, a lot of stuff going on, and I just don't trust the Vikings. It's like, they're good, but they're also lose games. I saw the Cowboy game. Yeah. Why should I trust you after that? Exactly. Seahawks at Packers. Still, or is it Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson's back. Wilson and, and Rodgers. Oh, so, Rodgers playing? Where's it at? Uh, Green Bay? I'm going to go Green Bay. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. I would have went to Seattle if they were at home. I think it's Rodgers. Um, if it ain't Rodgers, I'm changing my opinion. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, Green Bay sweep for now. That one's actually kind of easy. Uh, last afternoon game. Oh, God. Eagles-Broncos. Denver. I got, I got uh, Philly. Yeah, I got Philly. Where, where at? In Denver. Denver did have a nice win last I'll, week. I'll, I'll take Eagles. Everyone's got Eagles? Mm-hmm. Okay, you got to explain this to me then. Why? I have Devontae Smith. Why Eagles? Big Vangio. Does it? Yeah. All right, great. Sunday Night Football. <laughs> Jesus, you guys fucking killing me over here. Sunday Night we're Football. On time yeah, I know we're on time constraints. Sunday Night Football, we have Chiefs or Raiders? I'm going Chiefs. Chiefs, yeah. Why is that? Raiders. Raiders are. Down. It's you never see a season like this ever, but you know it's happening and it's I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna go Raiders because I believe in Derek Carr. I think Sunday night going to the Vegas black hole. I don't believe in the Chiefs. I have no reason to think they're an actual better team. Um, I don't think they're all that great. Raiders are at home Sunday night. A lot of energy in that stadium. Their first primetime game since that Raven game back in Week One. I got Raiders. I, I don't. There's no compelling reason to get the Chiefs, uh, in my opinion. So I got them. Monday Night Football, last game of the week. This one's all right. Rams at 49ers. Rams. Not even a question. Rams. By 50. Yeah, Rams are going to bounce back, too, in my opinion. All right, as you guys are getting up because you're afraid that we're going to get kicked out, anything else you want to talk about? Anything oh, else you want to say? Shoot. You have anything? Yes, I know. I know. Yes, we have to get out. I know. Hold on. If you guys have made it this far, thank you for listening. I appreciate you very much. We'll be back here sometime soon, and I'll see you guys later. Have a good one.